Welcome to So This Is Love. My name's Aaron. And my name's Leslie. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. How's it going? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. Who are you Bye. talking to? Uh, everybody. Okay, because you said, so how's it going? And then you looked at me. Oh, because you're sitting in front of me. Oh, yeah. How are you doing, Leslie? I'm good. We're in the closet. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, like, literally. Not figuratively. Right. But literally. Like, in our closet. And because, well, tell everybody why we're sitting inside of our closet. Well, we're sitting inside of our closet today because where we normally record in our bedroom is next over, to the window. Is next to a window, um, but it's got a, like a really thick curtain, which kind of helps the sound. Yeah. Um, somebody's having a party, whether I think it might be across the street or next door. Or I next don't know. door. We can't figure it out, but there's, ta- there's Tejano music playing. And as much as I'm sure you guys might appreciate some Tejano music, like Selena. Yeah. Um, we just thought it might not work. Intocable. <laughs> so I made the um, suggestion uh-huh. that uh, that maybe we could record in the closet. So we're going to try that tonight. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Um, today's Saturday. Today is Saturday, and this is episode 31. 31. Yeah. That's right. Um, really quick before we begin, I ate one of my most favorite meals today. How long has it been your favorite meal? Since Cobbleheads, I think. So it hasn't been that long. Yeah, no. It's, this is a recent favorite meal. Yeah. Yeah, because I have lots of favorite meals, but this one has, you know, been creeping up the, the charts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, chicken and waffles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so funny. Mm, they're so good. And so I made them, I made chicken and waffles at home. We made chicken and waffles at home because yeah. I went out with a friend today and we went to a place called Slim Chickens. Mm, um, without me. Yeah, you had to work. Sorry. Yeah, boo. Um, but they had chicken and waffles and they weren't bad. Boo for adulting. <laughs> and so I mentioned it to you. and Of course, and I, I wanted to eat it some. Right. You wanted chicken and waffles. So we figured out a way to just make a fast chicken and waffles. And so we. At home. At home. So we went to the store and we bought some chicken nuggets that you make in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> and Aaron made us some waffles. Yeah. And um, I, what I did when I baked, I baked those chicken nugget things. Mm-hmm. I um, just poured some syrup over them and baked them that oh way. Oh my goodness. And it was good, I thought. So good. Made for a quick chicken and waffle. It was delicious. So, I, I had two plates. Yeah. Uh, But for now, again, we're going to get into some journal entries. Yes. June 2nd, 2008. We met with the deans yesterday. On Friday, you told me that we were going to have lunch with them on Sunday, and that sent me into a panic. I mean, I thought things between us were going well. I had some complaints in my mind about how you can't tell me what you're feeling, but I thought it was you being cautious. Today, it was explained that you felt we had hit a wall because there were some things you needed to tell me but didn't know how. The things said were not a shock. I know that God prepared me for it. For some reason, apparently my reaction was not expected to be good, but I'd kind of been waiting for that moment. These were things that hadn't really been talked about. I have peace. I understand. And I trust that God is doing an amazing work in you. He will renew your mind. I know that because of my own circumstances. You don't know yet, but I will tell you soon. I'm not as scared to talk to you about it anymore. I've talked to Mary Kay about it, and I'm looking forward to being able to be honest with you as well. We went to eat at Amberjack's for Karen's birthday. I only really wanted to go and be there for our friends. We watched our first sunset together, 
It was so beautiful. You were very sweet all day, caressing my elbow, looking into my eyes, saying sweet things. My heart was constantly beating fast, and I constantly had goosebumps. Hurry up and ask me to marry you. I'm praying you would soon see, if you haven't already, that you can't live without me. That you want to spend the rest of your life and days waking up next to me, having babies, and growing old with me, the way I do. I love you. Father, thank you that you've come to heal the hurting, that you can and will take our pains and hurts into your own hands. Thank you that you've brought Aaron and I to the place where we are at. Thank you for every moment that you've given us. I pray that you continue to protect us, our minds, our hearts from the enemy. Help me to continue being honest and open with Aaron and help him to be the same with me. Give us courage and strength to take steps in the direction you have planned for us. Please protect our relationship. Please protect Aaron. Encourage him through me, Lord. Encourage me through him. Give us wisdom in where we should go next. Speak to Aaron very clearly. Please continue to grow me and stretch me. Be with me as I do my fifth step. Thank you for the work you're doing in me. Continue to mold me into the woman you've planned for me to be. Thank you for the willingness to do the mopping. I love you, Lord, and I pray these things in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. June 4th, 2008. Every time we hang up, I cry for a while afterwards. Saying goodnight, saying goodbye, it's never been like this before. You called me crazy and then said it was a different kind of crazy that you couldn't tell me about until later. You said you would tell me when later was and then I could ask. So, like all the other things, I'm writing it down so I can remember. You told me tonight that the guys are moving out and that you will most likely move home for a little while to save deposit money for an apartment and your utilities. So I'm praying that you won't move home for long. You said a couple of months. I hope so. I'm actually praying that the little while you're at home that you begin planning to take a wife. Maybe. I did express my concerns about you moving home. As we were hanging up, I told you that I wanted to hug you today. You told me that I had been doing really good with that. I told you to talk to John and make that rule go away. <laughs> you said that you had thought about it, which made me happy. Maybe. I was looking at the date just now, just a few days, and I will have been writing in this journal for a year. Not too many pages left either. Father, thank you that you continue to show me your love and my worth in you. Thank you for answering my prayers and continuing to show me what steps to take, what path to walk. I love you, Lord. Please continue to work on my relationship with Aaron. Help me to be more honest with the things in my head. I know he is nothing like the men of my past. Help me to treat him the way he should be treated, with kindness, compassion, trust, with respect and admiration. He deserves that and more. Father, take away these feelings I have that make me feel like I'm always bothering him. I know I don't bother him, but I often feel like I do. He genuinely enjoys my presence. Help me to believe that all the time. Protect us, Lord. Guide us in your way. I pray these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. June 5th, 2008. So, we had our first real argument today. All because I didn't talk to you before I made a decision regarding whether we needed to meet with the deans on Sunday or not. 
I talked to Mary Kay today and I asked her if she thought it appropriate to share the things about me I felt you needed to know without her or Mike being there. It was my thought since we have such a busy weekend and I know we would have a tiring Sunday. Yeah, you didn't like that. I got defensive because I felt like you were getting after me. Your point was that this is an important thing and that all the other things can get put on hold. I apologize for talking to Mary Kay without talking to you about the meeting part. You explained that although you appreciated my apology, you weren't seeking that. What you wanted me to understand is that you had already planned on that time and that it was important. Got it. So now I'm sitting here and I'm sick to my stomach because I just want to take you aside and say what I need to say. I don't want to wait anymore. Mind you, I'm a little scared and I have to keep fighting off the enemy's lies. Okay, I'm really scared. Perfect love drives out fear. Father, please draw me near right near to you right now. Let me feel your presence. Protect me, my heart, my mind. Wrap your arms around me. Please, I just want to feel your presence, Lord. Father, please continue to protect my relationship with Aaron. I pray that you would prepare him for what I have to say. Prepare his heart, Lord, the way you prepared mine for what he had to say. Let this be another wall knocked down, Lord. Continue to move us forward in our relationship. You know how ready I am to spend the rest of my life with him. Continue to prepare us both for what the future for for the future you have planned for us. I pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. Reading our journal entries for episode 31. Yep. Okay, so uh, June 2nd, yes. we met with the deans. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the reasons, uh, the reason that I I had set up the meeting was because I told you that um, I felt like we had hit a wall. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, because at this point, unbeknownst to you... I'd already bought a ring. Mm-hmm. I'm already making plans to, uh, where, where do you say it? You say it later. Uh, propose already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but also on a more like serious note, I felt like I had some things to tell you Yeah. before I could like really um, honestly get there. Right. Right. Uh, and we we did have a conversation about the, the stuff from my past and and things that I struggle with uh, before we started dating. Right. And so you knew most of what I had to say already. Right. Going into beginning the relationship, beginning the the, the courtship, that right. Our dating. Mm-hmm. And so I we were both going through a step study at the time, and uh, we had both completed our fourth step. Mm-hmm. And Mike, and you were just getting ready to do your fifth step. Right. And Mike was my sponsor and he's still my sponsor. Right. And he, I shared, you know, for the first time ever, my, like all my, my junk, all my past right. with somebody. Um, and we've talked about how like scary that is. Yeah. And, and I, and, and I was talking with him and I was saying how, you know, I felt like I needed to share this, these things with you before we got any further because like I wanted to marry you. Right. I wanted to be married. I wanted you to be my wife. I wanted to be your husband. Um, and, and to get there, you know, you have to talk about some hard things I feel. Oh yeah. And that's how we feel. And that, I don't think everyone feels that way though. 
Yeah, I, which I, don't, I think is a little bit crazy. But. I don't get that because, I mean, you you see the movies a lot of the time. Oh my gosh, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. Right. And then, um, in the I guess in the more honest movies, they they get to a place after they're married and um, everything's falling apart, and they're freaking out because they don't really know each other. Exactly. They don't really know what each other's struggles are. They don't really know what each other's bad habits are. No. They don't really know what each other's hang-ups are. Except for those movies where, I mean, they knew each other from... Childhood. Yeah. yeah, Fetuses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we didn't know each other that long. No, we didn't. We knew each other a long time, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I thought, you know, the honorable thing to do, um, and not necessarily... In, in this vein of, of, in this train of thought, like, I wasn't trying to give you an out. Right. But I was. Well, because you wanted to be sure that if you were going to be with me, then if I was going to be with you, that yes. I was going to be with you. Yeah. And that I was going to be with you no matter what. Yeah. And I can totally understand that. Which is what you want in a marriage. Right. Because I also had my own fears and my own Things that I knew I needed to tell you. And mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't think they were make it, make it or break it kind of things. Yeah. But I did know that they were going to affect us in our marriage. Yeah. You know? And, and when it comes to, to make it or break it things, you really need to have that conversation before you go any further. Right. Because if it's going to break it, might as well happen now. Right. Before you get Before married. you've spent thousands of dollars on a wedding. Before you have a child. Before you have been married for 10 years. Or you have yeah. a mortgage. Exactly. Or build a life together. Right. And then heartbreak. Right. Because. And we didn't. And we. We've always said we don't want to be a statistic. No. You know. And we. We know that it happens. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen to people that we love dearly. Yeah. And. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's sad. And, and and not anything that we did, like, bulletproofed us for that. Right. It still hasn't. No. But I wanted to do that because, I don't know, I, I'd never been in love before. But I'd seen, I've, I've seen all these other people around me, um, people that I esteem and, and love and, and honor. And I'm like, okay. I've seen what they've done before they got married and after they got married and and during the whole process. And even people who've been married for 20 years, like you see someone go have an affair. Yeah. And you're like, where did that come from? They seem so happy. It comes from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) uh, And so I felt like we hit a wall um, and I, I called a meeting, right? It's a weird thing to say, but you know, with Mike Dean as my sponsor, um, you know, he's my papa. He's your papa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Kay's our mama. Uh, <laughs> yep. And, I mean, we trust them completely right. and we love them. And it was a completely safe thing, safe feeling for me to go to him and, and say, well, here's all my mess. Here's all my junk. And uh, I'm in love with Leslie. I want to marry her. And I feel like I need to talk to her about some of these things before we go any further. Mm-hmm. Because I've got the ring. Right. And I can't do, I can't propose until, like, I get rid of this weight. Right. Right. Um, and so we sat down and we talked about, um, you know, things from like when I was a kid and how I'd been sexually abused as a child for, like, years. 
and how that really messed me up. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, growing up, like, and, and we've talked about it on the podcast before and how for, I think I was like five or six when it started. Uh, and then by the time I was, I was 12, stopped. But by that time I'd already, you know, sought out otherwise and experience things that you shouldn't have experienced at that age. No, you know, no. And so my, my whole sense of reality, uh, was just warped. Right. And that's, and that's what we talked about that day. I remember pastor Mike telling me that what we needed to pray was that God would continue to renew your mind and that you would allow God to continue to renew your mind because you'd grown up with this warped sense of thinking like that this is normal that these things that were happening in your life were normal Mm -hmm. and so i mean imagine i mean like i'm trying to think of like a situation it's like someone saying i don't know you're going to run your car on soda Uh (laughs) you know well, I, uh... And that's what you've grown up believing to be true, <laughs> that your car will run on carbonated, caramel-colored liquid. Yeah. You know? It would definitely clean the motor out. <laughs> right. I don't know about... You know, but then... But then... One day being told the truth. But then one day being told, uh, no, you have to put gasoline in the car, not soda. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then so every time you go to like, I need to start my car, uh-huh. wanting to put soda in it instead of gasoline, <laughs> and thinking that that's a normal thing, right? Like this is just something that people do, right? Um, I don't know if you you Leslie watched um, the Great Expectations with Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, what's his name? Yes, I think I watched it while Ethan we were Hawk. dating. Uh, Ethan Hawke was that Ethan Hawke? I'm pretty sure it was Ethan Hawke. Yeah. There's this, and I remember watching it, yeah, yeah, while we were dating. That's Mm -hmm. when I first saw it. And I remember this one scene um, where Gwyneth Paltrow's character is telling the guy this story about how, you know, she grew up under the the tutelage of this older lady. Right. Uh, And she was saying, imagine a young girl. And... You know, as she's growing up, somebody tells her the sun is evil mm-hmm. or something along those mm-hmm. lines. And, you know, be careful of the sun and the sun's going to hurt you. Uh, and she's always been kept inside. And then one day she's she grows up like she's grown up and they let her outside. Well, what's she going to think? That the sun is evil. Exactly. <laughs> because that's what she grew up believing. Uh, and that was kind of how she explained why she had to do what she was going to do, that she was going to leave him and, right. you know, be with this other guy because this is just how she was raised. Right. Um, and so for me, you know, experiencing all this stuff as a kid, but also growing up in the church, you know, going to my family, like went to church every Sunday. We were there. We, we learned the hymns, mm-hmm. you know, I, even this morning, I you were was, singing the books of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I was singing the books of the Bible to a friend from the New Testament, of right? Because I, I wasn't holy enough to get the Old Testament, <laughs> all of it. Um, and so, from the very beginning, knowing like not being able to reconcile these two parts of myself, right? Right. Um, on the one hand, knowing 
oh, I know there's a God. Like, I have no doubt that there's a God and that he loves me. And then on the other side, this darkness. Right. And these two things always being at odds Mm -hmm. with each other inside of me. And so I was just (laughs) a real well-adjusted kid. Right. Right. Just like crazy. Right. Actually. But um, by like 18, 19, uh, you know, I've been at BCF for a while. And I come back from my first year of college uh, and decide, you know, I feel like God wants me to stay in Brownsville. I feel like he's got something here for me. He has a plan for me here. uh, And I need to serve. And I got super involved and I was doing lots of stuff, but still really struggling. Like nothing had changed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what? 18, 19, six, seven years later. Um, we're here in this relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm finally dealing with all this stuff for the first time ever. Um, and thankfully not alone, Mm -hmm. you know, because I had Mike Dean and I had John, um, and, and to a a lesser extent I had you Mm -hmm. because I, I mean, obviously I wasn't going to tell you all these things before, really moving forward in the relationship. And so now this was that point, right? Right. This was that time I felt, you know, you, I knew you loved me. I knew I loved you and it was time to have this conversation. Right. Right. And, and, and not just the conversation of what had happened to me, but what, uh, but consequently what I had done after that. Right. To this point. Right. Because, Gonna- well, even then, this conversation—that conversation that we had with the deans—it didn't include that. No, like that wasn't until later. Yeah, and um, this was—it was kind of vague, but not like it was very pointed, <laughs> but still vague. Yeah, because we we do really go in depth later uh, after we get engaged, mm-hmm. right? Okay, um, but uh, so this was kind of like no. we weren't engaged yet. No, when we do our fifth oh, step together, that's right. yeah, it's right, so right before we get engaged. We get engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could feel like that kind of thing was coming and that's why we needed to have this meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember, okay, so moving forward, Mm -hmm. right. In the journal entry, uh, we, we share our first sunset together, Mm -hmm. like 10 months after we started dating. Yep. That's romantic. (laughs) Uh, but I was caressing your elbows. I was mm. saying sweet nothings. Mm-hmm. Real sweet. Yep. Yeah. Confusing the heck out of me. You're welcome. <laughs> and then, of course, you, you, you want me to propose already. Yeah. I already had the ring. I know. You didn't even know. Well, I didn't know then, you but I know, know now. Yeah. Yeah. And then June 4th, June 4th uh, every time we hang up, you just cried. I did. Court. I would cry. What? What? I, I, I think we've touched on this before, but why? Because I just wanted to be with you already. Like, I didn't want to say goodbye. I didn't want to say goodnight. Oh, I was older already. <laughs> I was getting older by the second. <laughs> My ovaries are dying. Don't you understand? But it wasn't even about that. It was that, you know... And for anybody who's ever been in love, like, you understand what it is to want to be with somebody. You understand what it's like to 
have to say goodbye <laughs> and want to spend another hour together, but it's midnight. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I and I know. Yeah. But even it's it's hard to to explain like as much as you say that you're a rule follower, well so am I. Mm. But I'm the one who has to be the example. Exactly. You're the one who's responsible. Yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got I'm glad you understand that. Yeah. Like now. I I understand that now. You didn't then so much. No, but I remember when I, I think it was Pastor Mike who told me like Aaron's responsible for this entire relationship. Yeah. Everything, everything that happens in this relationship, Aaron is responsible for. Aaron will answer to the Lord for. Yeah. And I was like, oh. That makes so much more sense. That makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> and that, you know, that's why I was so careful. And and not not closed off in, in a negative way, but, but closed off in a, like, I just have to, I have to do this. I have to be like this because we're not married yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not even engaged yet. Right. Um, and this is what I said I wanted us to do going into this relationship. So now I have to right. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And so this is something that we had hinted at before where I was planning to move back in with my parents. Mm-hmm. And you were wondering, you were thinking, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. you, you uh, we were on the phone and and I said that you're crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you're like, why? And I said, I'll tell you later. And I'll <laughs> let you know when later is. Right. Um, and so after we got married, I told you. Yeah. Um, and it was that you were crazy about me. Mm. Is what I was saying. I was wah, being cute. Wah, wah. You're welcome. <laughs> but then, uh, like you said, I was planning to move back in with my parents. And I'm so sad. You were. Because for whatever reason, you got it in your head that maybe this meant... That we couldn't date anymore. Right. Because. Well, because we've, that's the thing that we always talk about. And we talk about it with people now. Like, yeah. okay, so you want to be in a relationship. Can you take care of yourself? Can you, you take a care of a wife? Yeah. Yeah. Can you pay for a life together? Right. Um, can you, like, can you afford to pay for rent and, and all mm-hmm. these things? And me being, living with some friends, living with other guys, that was an example of me taking care of myself right. of me paying rent. Uh, and so me moving home, that's the exact opposite. Cause I don't, I'm not paying anything there, right? you know, freeloading <laughs> at my parents' house, but it was kind of a strategic move for me because I was saving up for a wedding mm-hmm. that I, you know, was hoping was going to be in the future. Really <laughs> soon. Uh, I was saving up for, um, the, I was saving up for the. I'd already paid off the ring, so I was I was saving up. Oh, f- down payment mm-hmm. on an apartment because that's expensive. Uh, you have to do you know the down payment. You have to pay a month in advance. You have to pay the last month, and you have to do all the light connections. Yes, and all that. Yeah. so much stuff. Yeah. It's called adulting. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> you were talking about me planning to take a wife, and I was. And I hoped that that's what you were doing. Yes, that's what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. Right. Uh, and uh, make the not hugging rule go away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk to John about yeah. it. But no, really, I was just planning to propose. Mm. And then we could 
deal with all of that afterwards. Right. Uh, and then you mentioned something in your journal that you still kind of struggle with. <laughs> you, you you said that you felt like, and you were praying at this point uh, in the journal. You were you were saying how you feel like you're bothering me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I still like, feel like that. You you. F- why? I don't know. Like I won't even call you at work. <laughs> and I, I, you have the phone number. I know. Now I do. Now you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and my phone service is terrible at work, and you get mad at me because I don't respond to your text messaging, and I keep telling you, there's a phone. <laughs> you can contact me. I know, but I don't want to bother you. I'd rather bother you through text. And then you're never going to hear from me. I know. <laughs> no. Why? Why? Like, what? Where does that come from? Like, what? What? Why do you think that you're bothering me? Oh, I'm sure it's because some boyfriend told me I was bothering him. He's at a some jerk. Point. At some point, he's you know? a jerk, <laughs> and you're not married to him. No, I'm not. You weren't dating him. No, no. But it just goes to show <laughs> how relationships really do affect who you are and who you become. Yeah. Um, the lies that come with those things, the habits mm-hmm. that happen in those relationships, they yeah. become a part of who you are. And it's so hard to break them. Yeah. You know, I mean, here I am. We've been married for almost nine years. Yeah. And to still feel like I bother you, where the heck does that come from? I don't know why you haven't fourth stepped that yet. I, it's because I've never really thought about it. Well, next year. <laughs> And then uh, June 5th, we had our first argument. That wasn't at, at Chick-fil-A, was it? No. That wasn't the Chick-fil-A argument? Nope. Uh, so, you what was... Because I, I, I know you explained it a little bit in the, in the journal entry, but I don't remember it. Was it was about the meeting to come where we do our fifth step. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I tried to move it. No, no. I tried to say we didn't need them, that we could just do this on another day. Okay. And because I we thought were we were waiting just be- for them? Yeah, because I just thought that we would be too tired to do it on Sunday. Oh, okay. Because we would sing for four services or whatever. We'd do Saturday mm-hmm. and then Sunday. And then I was like, we're going to be so exhausted, like emotionally and mentally. And, okay. You know? Um, but you really wanted to do it that day. Yeah. So there was no more waiting. No. And you got upset with me because I tried to move that without talking to you. Ah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that was a, a like a control thing or if like, I don't, because I, I don't remember. Maybe it just messed with your plans. Maybe. Like it, maybe, I mean, you, we're getting really close to where you propose. So. Yeah. Really close. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you were saying that you don't want to wait anymore, mm-hmm. which I was already working on. Mm-hmm. But I didn't gonna, know that. I know, but we have some serious patience issues here. Hey, what? be nice. I'm just saying. Hey, be nice. I'm, I was allowed to write whatever I wanted to write in my journal. I was allowed to feel whatever it was that I was feeling at that definitely, time. Definitely, most definitely. And that's why I kept a journal, because... Yeah. This was who I was. Mm-hmm. This is what I struggle with. It's still what I struggle with. Yes. Like, I'm a very impatient person. I laugh when people tell me, oh, you're so patient. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, if you only knew what was really running through my mind. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody why it took me so long to propose to you? 
No, you can tell them. No, no, I, I think you should let them know. Because I was impatient. Because you were impatient. <laughs> and you told me to pray for patience, and I, I was sure like, did. absolutely not. <laughs> I gotta pray for patience. You know what happens when you pray for patience? What happens? All these things get in the way. Okay. <laughs> to make whatever it is that you want to happen take longer to happen. <laughs> so you can practice being patient. Exactly. <sighs> Anyways, so it I had the ring for a really long time. Um and it's not that I ever felt like it wasn't the moment mm-hmm. or the moment had come or you know, anything like that. I just literally could not ask you to marry me. Until you stopped. <laughs> and, and and not because I was reading your journal or anything like that, but because the things that you said and the things that you were doing all had a very unsubtle. Oh, I remember. Unsubtle. The, these, what, weeks, what, these weeks before you proposed are terrible for yeah, me. Yeah, for you. Like, you're terrible for me. And me too. Like, I wanted to propose already. I wanted to be married to you and I couldn't get there because you kept like banging on that door. <laughs> oh well. With a bat. Hey. Like now. a mallet. Stop it. <laughs> it. It's true. Okay. It's true. Okay. Uh, you can is this the safe place, Leslie? We can we're I'm, we're literally in our closet. You can tell everybody. I know. I'm it's not like I haven't admitted this already. Why do I have to keep admitting it? Okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, and then you mentioned the reason for your wanting to speed up the, the time or do it on, a, on an earlier day is you said because you were scared. Well, I also had things to tell you. Yeah. So, you know. So I'd already gotten my stuff, some of my stuff out. Right. And you were like eager. It wasn't that I was eager, it was that I was scared. What were you scared about? Well, I mean,. I had stuff that happened to me in college and things yeah. and the way that we grew up. I mean, it wasn't, and the relationships that I'd been in before and, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that I wasn't a virgin when we got married, that yeah. I had been with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of my biggest fears was that, and not, not with, not so much as with you, but I remember after I gave my life to the Lord, I thought, who's going to want me? Yeah. You know, like, I made a lot of really poor choices in college Mm -hmm. and I was in a lot of terrible relationships. So now I'm going to tell you this. (laughs) I'm going to tell you how many people I'd been with. I was going to, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and not to rehash my past, but because you needed to know, Yeah, you know, and for me in my mind and those lies that I was in my prayers asking God to keep those lies away from my head was that mm-hmm. you weren't going to want me. Yeah. You were going to say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be with you now. Yeah. You know? So I was like, okay, I need to do this because if he's going to say we're done, then just let it be now. Yeah. Just like rip off the bandaid right. already. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I get it. And it's the same thing that I was talking about earlier. Like, Really, when you lay your soul on the on the table for somebody, it's an opportunity for them to reject you, mm-hmm. right? For them to just like you said, oh, when, oh no, I can't be with you, right? Which is why I think people don't do it. Yeah, because they're which scared. is why I think people go into marriage with all these secrets and all these things that make them like all the baggage that they go in with, yeah. you know, and. We went in with no secrets. No. 
We w- we had absolutely no secrets when we got married. I knew everything about you. You, you knew, knew everything about, about me. me. And I'm grateful for that because we still struggle in marriage. Yeah. Even though we don't have any secrets. <laughs> so can you imagine? I can't even imagine what our lives would be like. No. Had we not just been honest yeah, up and- front. Because seriously, marriage is hard enough mm-hmm. without having to deal with that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with surprises yeah. like that. Like, I mean, I've, I've heard nightmares. Landmines. Yeah. I've heard nightmares. I have friends who, you know, find things out about their spouse and you have friends who, who yeah. that's happened to. They find things out about their spouse and they're like, where the heck did this come from? I had no mm-hmm. idea. And I'm just like, well, that's because you guys didn't talk about it. No. It was never an... There was never that moment where you said, you know what? I'm just going to bare my soul to you because I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. So you may as well know everything about me. Seriously. Like this is the plan Mm -hmm. to grow old together. Mm -hmm. And that means eventually this conversation is going to happen. Right. Because, you know, even though we had those hard conversations, there are still days when both of us are like, oh, my gosh, why do we have to keep doing this? (laughs) Like, I don't want to keep doing this, you know? But I was so thankful for for Mike and Mary Kay mm-hmm. in that time because they were willing to sit with us through that, mm-hmm. to go through that conversation with us right. together. And I don't know, like just something about having um, – having another person there, having those like other people there, like people that you love and people that you trust mm-hmm. completely. Um, it, it, not that it softens the blow, but that it, it makes that conversation. Um, I don't know, like easier to swallow. Right. And I think like, I know that for me, like I, I had my conversation with Mary Kay. Yeah. And, and I had you had your conversation with Mike and then we had it with each other in yeah. front of them. So we had almost a practice time <laughs> where we got to say what we needed to say. Yeah. And then we said it to each other. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. I don't know. And, and not, I, I don't, obviously, like we've said, we've been saying it from the very beginning. This is not how everybody needs to do it. No. But this is how we needed to do it. Yep. And it was good. Mm-hmm. To do that. It was mm-hmm. good to have those conversations even before we got engaged. Right. And it's and it's exactly why I tell people, because, you know, we work in ministry. Yeah. We specifically deal with people and celebrate recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are people who may or may not be addicted to drugs and alcohol, may or may not have sexual addiction, mm-hmm. may or may not have, you know, whatever be other married, issues be have divorced. been married or divorced or grieving. Yeah. Um, you know, the loss of somebody or, mm-hmm. um, but I tell people all the time, like you really should. And I'd say this to anyone, you really should do a 12 step before you decide to get married. Yes. You know, especially if you're young, just do it, get it out of the way. Yeah, it's not that Start hard. working on your stuff. Learn the tools that come as as part of Celebrate Recovery. We learn these 12 steps, these tools mm-hmm. that you take into the rest of your life. Yeah. Just even if you do one 12-step group, you learn these tools, you get some stuff off your chest, you work through some stuff, whether it's surface or not, like you still work through some stuff. Yeah. And 
You learn about yourself, too. You learn so much about yourself. You learn why you are the way you are. <laughs> you know, if you're crazy, you learn why you're crazy. Yeah. You and learn then, where it came from. And oh, my gosh, to know uh, that not all my crazy is just me. No. Oh my, my crazy goodness. goes back generations. Yeah. Because of the way my parents were brought up and because of the way their parents were brought mm -hmm. up and because of the way their parents were yeah. brought up. You know, like to know that makes you feel so much better. And not just <laughs> that it makes you feel better, but it gives your significant other a point of reference for you. Right. That too. So that when you're being crazy, <laughs> they can say, are you mad at me or are you mad at somebody else? Right. And you're just taking it out on me. Right. In in a nice way, you know, not right. like in a mean way. But, right. you know, like it, it gives not just you the tools, but it gives them the tools to have a successful relationship well, with you. And I think it helps bring more compassion, yeah. um, more kindness, more love. Because especially if you're with someone who's done the same work, it, yeah. you know, there's just, it's different. Mm -hmm. because it, it, we wouldn't still be together. <laughs> if you didn't know where my crazy came yeah. from and I didn't know where your crazy came yeah, from. Yeah, could you imagine? No. And there, there are books out there about people like us who didn't have those conversations right. until later. You know? There are movies, <laughs> <laughs> TV shows, so many... There are people, real life there people. There are real life people out there. And I don't, you know, and not to judge anybody, mm -hmm. but it's it's sad when, not because you have the answer right. or anything like that, but because you've experienced the same thing um, and, and you made it. And not to say like, you know, you've we're made done, it, we're, right. we're growing or anything like that. Like, yay us. No, yeah. like this has nothing to do about us and everything to do about the things that we've experienced and the things that we've learned mm -hmm. and knowing that there's a way to make it through. Mm -hmm. And it's hard, you know, cause marriage is hard. <laughs> marriage is so hard. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> but it's easier on some days on some days <laughs> when you have chicken and waffles. <laughs> Uh, but you know, like it, it teaches you that there's hope. Yes. Right. Even if you do all the right things mm -hmm. and your marriage still falls apart, mm -hmm. even if, um, you are the nicest person in the world and your spouse, um, walks all over you mm -hmm. there, there's always hope. And, and we've learned that. In our experiences individually, in our experience as uh, a couple, as a married couple, um, and in our ex experiences with the people around us at church, mm -hmm. um, and and in Celebrate Recovery more more specifically, you mm -hmm. know, like you go on a Friday night and there's hope. Mm -hmm. There's always hope, and there's heartbreak, mm -hmm. and there's sadness, and there's anger, mm -hmm. but there's hope. At the end of the day, you know, you know that others have made it through. Yep. And you can too. Yep. So, I think it's cool. I think. And that's, uh, you know. I feel like we've just been through, like, a super intense <laughs> therapy session. You're sitting here rubbing my feet. <laughs> well, it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to have. 
a conversation like this with another person, much less like the world, <laughs> right? On I a know. podcast, like nobody's sitting in our our closet with us, but you know we're putting this out there, right? And it's not because we're perfect, nope. And it's not because we have these five secrets to a super <laughs> successful marriage. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we're willing to talk about our issues. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's because... And that's not me or you either. No. That's, that's Jesus. <laughs> and, what, and the tools that God's given us. Yeah. You know, like, I don't always want to talk about things. Like, the last episode, I didn't want to talk about that word. That word that makes me uncomfortable. I begged you... <laughs> Not to make me read that journal entry. Oh I cried. But look, we said that word nine times <laughs> on the podcast, and I only said it three. Well, I know, but I told you why. Because I just felt like it was better coming from me. <laughs> I felt like it was just better coming out of my mouth. All right. You know? Totally cool. I understand. But I didn't want to read that journal entry out loud. But we had to. That's part of the well, story. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I didn't want to talk about the things that make me uncomfortable. Right. Who wants to do that? Nobody. Exactly. And it really was a reminder to me of it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay to talk about the things that make you uncomfortable. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know, and some people will listen to that podcast and think like, you are so ridiculous that that <laughs> word bothers you so much. Okay. I'm sorry. But there will be people who totally understand what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know? And because at the end of the day, look. We're putting out this podcast, and some people are going to listen to it and reject us. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. Maybe then you, this podcast is not for them. Right. Obviously. Obviously. But other people are going to, you know, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I felt that way. Mm -hmm. I feel that way. Or I'm going to feel that way. And... You know, if you feel that way, we'd like to hear from you. <laughs> so this is love at yahoo.com, okay? And I don't I don't know, like it's 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 the same. You yeah. know, you you put yourself out there in the world, in your friendships, in, in your, your dating relationship, and you hope that you're not rejected. Mm -hmm. And sadly you will be. Mm -hmm. That's just honest truth. But the right person won't. Right. You see what I'm doing? Yes. <laughs> we are never <laughs> recording an episode in this closet again. Why? Because there are too many things for you to be distracted with. I'm not distracted. Okay. This is what I do with my pillowcase. I know. That's not a pillowcase. That's my work shirt. But it feels good. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I struggle with a little bit of anxiety. And not like, I mean, I don't know if I need medication. I've never talked to a doctor about it. But, like, when I'm anxious, I like, I I take bed sheets and um, pillowcases, specifically pillowcases, and I run them between my fingers because it calms me. And Leslie wonders why I have a spinner. <laughs> so I'm sitting here in the closet and I'm found one of Aaron's long well my hand found one of Aaron's shirts and it's running between my fingers it's right running now. between your fingers I'm running my fingers around it I don't know uh -huh. <laughs> <sighs> I love you I love you more 
So here we are at the end of episode 31. Yeah. And we're so glad that you have continued to listen um, and continue to come back. Maybe you rejected us. I don't know. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be listening to us right now. I don't yeah, know. Episode 31. I mean, you're pretty in. Yeah. I would say you're pretty invested. I mean, oh. we are. I hope so. Right? And if this is the first time you ever listen, go back and listen to the rest of them. Yes, please. I mean, you got so much to binge listen to. <laughs> I mean, 20, 30 episodes already. Uh, but I do want to say really quickly, I'm sorry for, uh, I, I don't know if anybody else is going to notice, but there there are some audio things, like 10, about from about the 10 to the 20 minute mark where I had the, the microphone in the wrong setting. <laughs> and I, for one, when I'm listening to a podcast, that bugs me. So, of course, it would happen to me. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but we can't go back and record all that. No, so. I am not going to re-record any of that. I like doing everything in one shot. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Plus, like, when, you, like, when you're, like, feeling that stuff, it's hard to, like, Go back and feel, feel it, it again. again. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. We are not actors. No, no, we're not. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for coming back yes. this week. Thank you for listening. Um... While you wait for our next episode, you can hit us up at so this is love at yahoo.com, like Leslie was saying. Uh, share your stories with us. We'd really love to hear them. Um, we are not going to like share them with the world if you don't want us to. Right. We believe in in you know keeping it safe. Yeah. And if you um, if anything that we said spoke to you today and you want to write to us about it, please do. We'd love to hear from you. So this is love at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook. So this is love podcast um, on Instagram. So this is love podcast and on Twitter. So this is love 10. And if you happen to be listening to us on iTunes, I know, I know we say it every week. Um, but every, literally every podcast that I've listened to does the same thing. And for the same reason, mm -hmm. if you listen on iTunes, please rate and review us. It gives us, um, a boost in the you know being able to be seen and heard uh, and if you don't have time for us that time for that then just subscribe yeah just subscribe that subscribe your friends get people to subscribe and listen to us so we appreciate it yeah. uh thank you so much everybody we hope you have a great week and happy father's day happy father's day oh my gosh did we get my dad's okay we need to go okay bye <laughs> <laughs>